This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Oh, thank you very much. I'm very moved by seeing the, the turnout. It's a big chizuk. And uh, before we speak the big chizuk, it's just very mechuzuk for me to see how people are taking the matzav. I don't mean so seriously with such concern. I don't mean so seriously in terms of fright and panic. I mean concern. And um, it's brought down in the deepest forum that when Am Yisrael have achtas and unity together, so then... We manifestate the Achtos of Hashem, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Echad. In other words, when Jews are Ba'achtos, when we are Echad, so then Hashem is Echad. Then we bring down the Hashem Echad in the world. But what this means really is that, that it says in Tehillim, in Perik Beis, <coughs> talking about the Nechem is that we're living through today. So the Pasuk there says, the Pasuk there says that the Goyim are not coming to fight Am Yisrael, the Goyim are coming to fight Hashem. And if they're coming to fight Hashem, obviously they don't stand a chance. So they're coming Al Hashem Al When Am Yisrael are Ba'achtos together, so then then what's seen down here in Am Yisrael is that we are the Am Hashem. And when we when we are the Am Hashem, so then so then they're fighting with Hashem. When they're fighting with Hashem, so obviously they're going to have obviously a big mapala. So that's a beautiful a beautiful thing. Bichlal getting calls the whole day for whole time from America the Chesed and the. And the concern and the, the, the people are managed crying to me over the phone, like people in the middle, middle-aged people, how much how concerned they are, how much they really want to be in Eretz Yisrael, they want to be part of it all. It's unbelievable from Yidna all around the world. So this is clear today that, uh, that this is this is a battle with Hashem. And we're just bringing, we're, our avoid is just we're bringing down Hashem into this world. And therefore the Arabs, Yimach Shemam, are fighting with Hashem. And that's, who that's where their real hatred is. So we know that their mapal and their downfall is very, very soon in Mitzvah Hashem. I just want to also share with you and just talk about being in Eretz Yisrael, which I think is by many of you is your main concern. And uh, just this afternoon, you know, I was out of the coastal this afternoon. And I was, you know, and I was thinking, as I was walking out, I was thinking, okay, I know I'm coming tonight to speak to you. And uh, just going to my mind, like, you know, what should I say? There's so much going on. There's such a... And then somebody stops me. A Talmud of mine, I haven't seen him for 13 years, I think. And uh, I didn't even recognize him. He came up to me. And uh, whatever, he lives in Lakewood. And uh, whatever, he's leaving tonight to America, back to America. Okay. So I said to him, I said, you know, daven for us. So he looked at me strange. He says, daven for us? He says to me, the Rov has to daven for us. He says he feels going back to America, he feels so vulnerable, so unsafe. He says here he feels so safe. He says he's feeling so much so, so much safer over here that he says we have to dump for him. He says who's protecting him in America? 
And he started telling me that I don't know the demonstrations going on already, anti anti Israel demonstrations and his Arabs and like who's protecting? This is what he said to me. He says, Who's protecting us in America? Who's protecting us? And then literally, literally two minutes later, literally two minutes later, I bumped into somebody else, a brother in law of one of the Gaborim of the Kehillah. A brother in law is also leaving to America, I think, tonight. And he says to me, he says, Rebbe, he says, I'm leaving to America. He says, not because it's safe over there. It's so not safe over there. He says, I'm leaving because I'm here with my family. And, and uh, you know, you can't go touring because it's dangerous to go touring. You want to go to Mehran. I told him a few days ago to Mehran. So up north, it's, it's, it's warming up. And so he doesn't know what to do with his kids. He's got a flight. He's leaving, but not because he feels safer. And this is something that's unbelievable to hear this. This is, this is hearing it from people. These, these two are not, you know, the world's greatest. They're good yidin, erlachayin. Jews are more on the simple side. And there's an inner feeling inside them that Eretz Yisrael is the place to be. Eretz Yisrael is the safe place to be. Somebody recently also, an elderly couple moved here. And uh, they were older and the husband died. And uh, she, she, she said she's never going into that apartment again. She moved back to England. And she's never coming, even if she comes to Israel, she's never ever walking to that apartment again. You know, it brings back memories, whatever. So, so I said, so are you selling the apartment? She said, no, chas v'shalom. I said, who's going to be in the apartment? She said, I don't know. This is what she said to me. She says, she's a woman, elderly woman. She's a chas of a woman. She said to me, she says, inside her, she mumish feels she needs the apartment. She feels that Mashiach is coming soon. And she feels that she needs an apartment here in Israel. And she said, you know, it's not even me. I think, I think it's not even being rented out. She just wants to keep it. She feels that Mashiach, there's a certain feeling in the air. And uh, one of the Svarim, uh, the grandson of the Bnei Sascha, wrote a Sefer. And he writes in the Sefer there that on the Pasuk, L'chol Bnei Yisrael, talking about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, the Yidin left Mitzrayim. It says, L'chol Bnei Yisrael, Hayo Orba Meshvoysom. It says to all the Jewish people, it was light. It was light. I was talking about the Makkahs, talking about the plagues, and Mitzrayim, talking about the Yeshua, the salvation from Egypt. And it says, the Chol B'nei Yisrael, or He says, and he doesn't, he's, he's not talking about the year. He just says, the word B'meshvoysim is gematria, numerical value of Tovshin Pei Dalet. And he talks about this, this number of, nothing to do with the year. He doesn't say anything about the year, Toshim Pei But he says, he goes through a whole cheshman that's got to do with Mashiach. David is, 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 is 14... Yeah, though it's 14, twice 14 is, is 28. Koyach, Koyach times Koyach is, is, is Tavshim Pei Dalet. He has a whole Cheshm, Tavshim Pei Dalet. There's a clear feeling in the air. There's a Hizchaskas, there's a feeling of Chizik, there's a feeling of, of, of Kirov, of Hizkarovist. There's so many Jews, so many Jews like just sending Tfilin and sending Tzitzis. And there's so many soldiers putting on Tzitzis. There's, there's something going on in the air. There's something going on over here. And we have to know that Eretz Yisrael, as the Pesach says in Dvarim, is Eretz Asher Ein Hashem I must tell you the truth. I myself, whenever I leave Eretz Yisrael, whichever country I go to, I walk into the airport over there and you go to, you know, you go to the, the stamp your passports, the go in there, stamp your passports, I feel very vulnerable. Not in more time. Stop. Every time I go to Chutzler, I feel very vulnerable. I said, who, I said, who likes us over here? Like, Who's taking care of us over here? In Eretz Yisrael, I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about the government or the army. I'm talking about Eretz Yisrael has a hashkocha protest from Hashem. Eretz Hashem, you can feel it. You can feel that Eretz Yisrael is the safest place to be. Eretz Yisrael has a hashkocha protest. Hashkocha protest works both ways. Sometimes hashkocha protest, I mean the whole... What happened here in this country on Shmini Atzeris is also a crazy Ashkocha protest where the army had no idea what was going on for five hours. It's never happened such a thing in history. It's a, you know, they, every terrorist that comes in, they know, they find out, they kill him. Here you've got thousands of terrorists. They're not coming, sliding in. They're coming on cars, coming on motorcycles. They're coming, they're coming in, 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 in midday. They're coming, breaking, breaking over the fences. It doesn't make sense. It's, a, it's an unbelievable Ashkocha protest. 
It's not a. It's not a Hashem was mal and Hashem hid it. It's a Hashkach protest. This is part of seeing Hashem. You see Hashem. I'm going to now. There's a Rashi in Hazina which talks about and Hazina talks about those difficult times. And there's a Rashi says that two Pshatim and Rashi. One it's going on the Goyim. One it's going on the Yid. Which means you see an unbelievable Hashkach protest by the way the way Hashem's handling the Goyim. Hashem wanted this to happen on on Shmini Atzeres, so it happened and it happened against all. And the army today themselves don't know what happened. And uh, and uh, you know it's 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 crazy. It's Israel has an unbelievable Hashkocha protest. And we see this in the history of, you know, the history since the, since, since 1948. I mean, the Matzav today is nowhere near as severe as the Matzav was before the Six Day War, before the Yom Kippur War. Before the Six Day War, you had hundreds and hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions, I don't know, numbers of, of, of soldiers, of armies with the Air Force and with navies, those proper well-trained soldiers that were marching into Eretz Yisrael. And there was no way, no way of stopping them. No way of stopping them. I mean, the, 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 the Rabbanut HaTzvait over here, they, they were taking over parks to make them into to make them into cemeteries. They, they were expecting, let's not even say what they were expecting. And... And you know what happened? <laughs> uh, it was the biggest miracle. The, the you know, Kippur War was a lot worse. Kippur War was a lot worse, and it was a it was a never a very costly war, a costly life in the fight, in the war, in the battle. But Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael is protected. Eretz Yisrael is protected. Eretz Hashem Hashem Lekechabam Reish Hashem And it's not only that; it's people. I'm telling. You, I'm getting calls all day long. People want to be here. People want to be here. People. A guy told me this morning, five thirty in the morning. I spoke to somebody this morning. And he, and he was crying to me on the phone. And they feel so with us. Not, not with us in terms of sorry for us. They feel with us. They feel, they, they feel that we're so lucky that we're living in a land that's about to be redeemed. We're living in a land where Mashiach's about to come. And we all feel it. And there's such a chazkus. And we're living in a land where it's all happening. We're living in a land where this, where this big thing, this big thing's going on. People feel it. And it's all happening. And it's a big schus. It's a big schus to be there, to be here. And, you know, people, there's a Kabbalah from the Grot. And I heard this from somebody also in England. He called me and he told me there's a Kabbalah from the Grot that they heard from Ramosha Soloveitchik in Switzerland. There was a big tzaddik, Ramosha Soloveitchik in Switzerland. And he said he has a Kabbalah from the Grot that since the Besam English was destroyed, the second Besam English was destroyed, there's no Gezeira Klalis, there's no Gezeira decree against the masses of people in Eretz Yisrael. Nothing. Outside Eretz Yisrael, yes. Inside Eretz Yisrael, not. And he said that it's all in Etsy Shal, it's all gonna do with the Prat, it's all gonna do with the address of the single people, but there's no there's no global gzera on Ami Stral in Eretz Stral from the from from the from the base of English from the second base of English was destroyed, and he said this, this is what Moshe Salvechik said. He has a Kabbalah from the ground. He says that people who go away from Eretz Stral when there's a tsar a tsar in Eretz Stral, people who go away from Eretz Stral, they are putting themselves in a dangerous situation. They are putting themselves in a dangerous situation. That's that, that, that's a Kabbalah that I heard. That somebody called me up and told me that they heard this from Ramosh Salavechik in Switzerland. In other words, however, whichever angle you look at it, Eretz Yisrael is a safe place. Eretz Yisrael is a hashkocha, and we all believe we all believe in Hashem. We all believe that Eretz Yisrael is a very special country, and Yerushalayim is even a more protected town. It's surrounded by mountains, and it's brought down the Svarim. That being surrounded by mountains is not just a geographical beautiful site. It's 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 protected. It's protection, protection from spiritual from spiritual disasters, protection from all types of from all types of disasters. 
even in the Second World War, Rommel was coming, he was coming, he was marching to Israel, and, and basically for almost no reason, he just got orders to go back. It's Israel has been Nisim. I said this in the shul a few days ago, and somebody says it, bring, it might cause people to panic. I think it does the opposite. I said, every day in Israel is a nest. <laughs> every day, living in Israel is a nest. There's millions of Arabs, all over the country, and, and all the Arab countries around us. And, 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 and it's a very peaceful, Baruch Hashem, life in Israel. Israel is every day is a nest. It's Israel as Ashkach brothers. It's Lamal and not Teva. It's beyond Teva. And if a person's mammon in that, and he's mammon in the security and the safety of Eretz Yisrael, he can actually feel, he can actually feel, feel, feel the security and feel the safety, feel the safety in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is a place where there's a lot of tzaddikim and there's a lot of, even, you know, a lot of chashav and there's a lot of toyer, there's a lot of, there's so much, there's so much kedusha to the land, there's so much kedusha, there's so many, there's so many pure children that don't know anything in their lives other than Hashem, other than Torah mitzvahs. And, uh, you know, and uh, the, the family Rubenstein, their son, Aaron, told me that, that, that he was going, he's going, he was walking and he heard a siren, I can't remember what, and straight away, he thought of the, he straight away, he just started saying the Shehamal, he started saying to him, that's a, that's a Yerushalayim, that's a Yerushalayim, a child, that's the child, is brought in the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Kedusha of Yisrael, and we feel safe, we feel safe, Chutzlaretz is so vulnerable, we're in the hands of the Goyim, the Goyim never liked us, the Goyim in the Second World War didn't do anything to help us, didn't do anything to save us, they could have done it in a second, they could have bombed Auschwitz, they could have done a lot, could have done a lot, but at the end of the day, when it comes to when it comes to it, the goyim don't care about us. The goyim don't like us. They don't care about us. Hakadosh Baruch cares about us, and we're in a country together. We're all yidden, feeling for each other. The most unbelievable way, unbelievable way. I heard so many stories today, which it's not it's not a time for stories, but it's uh, it's so many so many stories of of, of chizik of mothers who, who whose children are in the army, children up there, and you know they're saying how much chesed goes on. People arriving all the time with clothes and with tzitzis and with clothes and with it's it's crazy. It's crazy what's going on, and the whole world is like that. The whole world, all the Jews around the world, all the yidden, all the kahillas around the world are all focused on Eretz Yisrael. All focused on Eretz Yisrael. So somebody who is in Eretz Yisrael, it's you know it's a very 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 big schus. And uh, you know, and everybody has to be macabre upon themselves. Obviously, something. I did want to mention just one thing, and that is everybody is concerned. Everybody wants to listen to see what's going on, and to see what's going on, to hear what's going on, to see what's going on. But on the, and that causes a person to you know to go onto social media and to stay on social media and to be hooked onto it, thinking that you know I've got to know what's going on. This is Eretz Yisrael. This is our country, and uh, you know the, the, it causes a lot of time wasting. It's important to know, it's important to listen, I don't know how many times a day, once, twice, three times, I don't know, it depends, you know, it depends what's going on, and <laughs> depends, on, depends on your nerves. But uh, but to be, you know, all day long, just looking and looking and hearing the same things over and over again, and especially, you know, to be on social media and Eretz Yisrael, you know, we want the Kedusha of this country. The Arabs are Tomei, the Arabs are, the Gemara says that nine-tenths of immorality and Tum in the world is the Arabs. So when we increase Kedusha and Eretz Yisrael, we, we have the upper hand. We have the upper hand. We, are, we have the upper hand. So we want to increase Kedusha. If you have already discussed to live here, this should be a time to be macabre upon yourselves, you know, to be less on social media, to be less on what's going on in the, in the rest of the world. You know, to be less, it doesn't matter so much with all the other heads of state. It's nice that they're all, you know, they're all applauding at Israel now and it's definitely also, also some, you know, something heavenly that the Goyim are actually coming <laughs> finally on the side of, on the side of Eretz Israel. But that's not, you know that's not the that's not the main focus over here, and a person's main focus shouldn't be what this head of state said. What this head of state, this person's focus shouldn't be really, you know, watching this and watching the other. A person's focus should be to say to him, and to you know to say to him with the children, and to try to you know try to improve something, 
my daughters showed me yesterday, one of my daughters sent another daughter of mine uh, on uh, something of a Kavatznius. I, I, I think it's, I don't know what it is, but it's got a whole list in Hebrew of all different Kabbalists that women are taking upon themselves. It was so moving. It was mamish. It was so moving. It was mamish. You, you can't not cry when you read it. It sounded like a lot of them were not even religious because the things that they were macabre upon themselves were obviously things that they were not religious women and they were accepting upon themselves certain levels of tzniyas and certain levels. And a lot of them said they're not going to go on YouTube, they're not going to go on this, they're not going to go on the other. It's unbelievable, you know, how much people in these days are trying to stay away from, from you know, from, any, from anything that's anything that's, that's, that's country to Kedusha. So this is something that we really have to be macabre upon ourselves, to try to become takaholia, to try, we're living in a holy country, we're living in a land of Kedusha, let's try to live our lives with Kedusha, to think of Kedusha, and, uh, you know, here in Yisrael, to say to Hillel, all the, 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 the Psachim are open, all the Psachim are open. The coastal is empty. The coastal, the bus is going to the coastal, the roads going to the coastal, empty. It takes, it takes 10 minutes to go to the coastal now. You know, to the schus to go to the coastal and to daven for the Amisrael. It's such a schus to be here. You know, you feel so good, you feel so emptying your load and you go to the coastal and you daven to Hashem and you feel that your tefillas are going straight up. It's a, you know, it's a beautiful thing. We don't know, you know, we don't know what's in store for the next, you know, couple of days or the next, the next kufa. Obviously, we're davening for Rach Meshemayim. But also one of the big ideas over here, while with this whole, in this whole thing, the army didn't know anything about it. It's obviously a very, very clear message that, you know, we mustn't turn to the army. We turn to Hashem. And we're dominating for the soldiers, and the soldiers are being once in Nefesh, have a tremendous chus, and we owe them a lot of gratitude, and the families that are, you know, Nebuch families of soldiers that have Nebuch not with us anymore, and Havad Ben Chaim L'chaim, Ni'alam is Avada, Avada, you know, we're dominating for them, and we appreciate them very much, and we applaud them. But at the end of the day, this whole thing showed us that and the Mishnah at the end of Masech Saita that talks about this era, this period of Iksa the Mashiach, the Mishnah says numerous times, numerous times, instead of saying once at the end of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says numerous times in this period, and this is, I'm sure this is one of the reasons why they had this Ashkacha protest, that this whole thing started with everybody seeing that when Hashem doesn't want the army to know, the army doesn't know. When Hashem doesn't want the army, you know, to, 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 to come immediately and to take care and to take control. They don't. And it's clear, it's Borah it's clear sunlight that, that you know, this is, this, is, this is definitely a cause of why it happened. So it's a time for us, as another Hashkacha protest story, is in a cab today, and uh, my wife knows that I should drive to the old city, whatever, so I took a cab today. So, uh, a traditional Jew, he was talking, you know, they have to go in, and they have to bomb, and after this, and after that, and his talk. And then he gets a call from his son. He said, I'm going to put them, I'm going to put it on a microphone, this to my son. So he starts, to, his son, I don't know who his son is, but his son started yelling, yelling, yelling at his father. And his son saying, why are you talking about prime minister, and about this, and about that? Don't you realize, don't you realize, don't you realize, there's nothing, it's not prime minister, it's not the army, it's not this, it's not the other, it's only Hashem. Don't we say, don't we say, in the Torah, Hashem, Ishmael, Chama, and you know, obviously we say it every day in Shia Sayyam Hashem Ishmael Chom Hashem is the man of war and Mamish I was in the cab for let's say 20 minutes like 15 minutes this guy's tradition I don't know what his father usually the fathers are more traditional than, than, than the children but the son gave the father a Musa Shmuz that he could have given in, 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 in the mirror yeshiva Hashem is with us it's all Hashem you see it's nothing it's not Amen he was yelling you know he was yelling he was yelling like the son was so angry that the father mentioned something about you know why didn't they go in hard and why didn't they go in hard and, and, uh, and, and he was like, like it was, it's, there's a feeling over here that Hashem is in control 
Hashem is in control and, and, over here, and He's always in control. But here it seems to be clear that Hashem is in control. And we're calling out to Hashem. We have a koyach that in Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim, our tefillahs go straight up to, there's no, doesn't have to go through any angels of any almost olam of the nations who, in order till our tefillahs get to, get, get to Shemayim. Eretz Yisrael, there's no sar, there's no zodiac, there's no angel, there's nothing. There's just like Kodesh Baruch Hu. There's Hashem on top of us. There's literally Hashem on top of us. What is Chia? What is Chia to daven in Eretz Yisrael? What is Chia to live and to be able to daven and to be able to directly, directly, directly connect to Hashem. So, you know, it's an Indian to go to Kiva Rachel. If you're frightened to go to the Koisel, Koisel's mamish, not frightening at all. And, uh, and uh, it's just, it's just, it's a beautiful opportunity. So I think this is the Chizik. Uh, if anybody's got any questions, I'll take questions. But uh, I think this is the number one, first and foremost, that we have to realize, to be calm and to realize that we're in the hands of Hashem. We're in the hands of Hashem. And to realize how vulnerable the Jews are in Chutzlarts. They're under the mercy of, of the Umar Sa'ilam. And of course, Hashem's taken care of all the Jews all over the world, but the Hashgacha protest that there is in Eretz Yisrael is, isn't anywhere anywhere in the world. Yidin are longing to be here. Yidin have a feeling that they're longing to be here. So it just doesn't make any sense to get up and to go. There are parents who are elderly parents, parents that have heart conditions, psychological conditions, and it's dangerous if they don't go. Whatever, there's always exceptions. We're not, we're not talking about exceptions over here. We're talking about the, how you should feel being at this point, living, living, living here in Eretz Yisrael. Hashem should help us. We should be Hashem to the Gula Hashlem, and this should really be the last stroke. And there's a lot of simonim. I didn't want to go into that now, but there's a lot of simonim that really show. People always ask me, they say, well, the Second World War and after the Holocaust. You know, there's a lot of simonim to show that we're very, 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 very close to the Gula. And by the way, you know, people, Eshatara asked me, because some lecturers or whatever tell them that before Mashiach comes, then four fifths of the Jewish people are going to be killed. Whatever, they go into all these. This is not the way. This is not the way we talk. It's not the way that we were taught from Tzadik Emes. All the Tzadik Emes who lived in in the last decades, they taught us that we have to be ready to greet Mashiach. Everything that had to happen has happened. Everything that had to happen has happened. There's been a Holocaust. The Ikvus of the Mashiach started in the days of the Arizal. So it started hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And since then, Amisra, since then, Amisrael has been tormented and tortured in Russia and in Ukraine and in obviously Germany and Poland and all these places. Amisrael has been through. Enough, and like sokum pamaim tzara. No such thing, chasushan, of such a thing ever reoccurring, like the Holocaust. Any of these things, chasushan. And the tzaddik Emma said it with the greatest clarity and the greatest confidence that there's nothing like that's ever going to happen again. So you know, we just have to get ready and we have to get dressed, ready to greet Mashiach Tzakeno. He's coming very soon, and it's the feeling is that it's imminent. And it's true that there have been times where Mashiach has seemed imminent. And he didn't come in the end. Doesn't mean it was a false alarm, chasushan. It means he was imminently coming, and Mashiach. Very often is imminently coming, and then it can be caused. Then it, you know it can be caused by an aver, it can be caused by kfira, it could be caused by you know even after the Six Day War, so many Jews here were convinced that Mashiach was coming. And then I don't know, I don't know, I'm not blaming it on anyone. But then you know people said that they, it was the miracles were so clear, and then you know people were saying the heads of the government were saying whatever. It's I don't know. Let's not get into all. The, it doesn't mean it wasn't a. Re, it wasn't. It wasn't imminent. So the same thing is now. It, it, the ghoul is definitely imminent, and uh, these the simonim all showing that we're so close. So you know we just have to daven and push. Be when we say to say with more kavana as tzemach david avlecha with more kavana as sechzena ineinos to say with more kavana. And then Metz Hashem, all our tefillahs will soar up as when we zayichu to the Gula Hashlema and uh, to Moshiach Zakeinu b'mehera b'yameinu. Amen. Amen. Any questions? Yeah. Just about the hostages. How do we um, deal with the anxiety of not knowing, and how do we deal with 
the Amuna, the Hashem's in charge, but they're suffering and it's so unsettling and it produces so much anxiety. The, the fact that we can't do anything about it just makes it that we have to, that it makes it a lot easier. The biggest, the biggest, in you know, the biggest uh, confusion is when we feel we should be doing, we can be doing, we should be doing. When it's something that you, we can't do anything about it, so it's just the same. It's hashlech alasham yovcha. You know, it's all tefillah. It's I wouldn't use the word. I mean, for the families, for short anxiety, but uh, for us, it, we, it must be painful for us. You know, it must be painful for us. We feel their pain. We shed tears over their pain. But uh, as you said, you know, it's Ein Lana Nishana, Levin When it comes to such a thing where the army has no idea what to do or Pashtas, it's all up to Hashem. When it comes to these things, it's easier to have a Muna and it's easier to connect because there's nothing we can do anyways. But should we be doing something? Davening. Who, we? Yeah. Of course. Davening. Davening, shedding yeah. tears, yeah. crying, imagining what would a mother do, what would the feeling. I was by the coastal yesterday and a father came. People thought he was crazy. This guy came, Svadi Jew came, and he was yelling. People thought he was crazy. And then he started saying, no, tachzili tabachili, Hashem, my, give me back my daughter. My daughter is one of the captured. Uh, what do you mean? We have to be moved to tears. We have to cry. We have to, uh, of course, of course we have to do that. What's the but question? Bring goodness into the world by doing, by chesed. What's by the church? cause? But when you do that chesed, you're saying you're doing the chesed it's in the schus for them. Of course, of course. That's what we can do. That is what we can do. That's what people are doing. And that's, that's crazy how the whole Am Yisrael is doing, is doing, is doing, is doing, is doing, is doing. And there's a mother, there's a mother of a soldier who said, there's a mother of a soldier who said that her son came, said he came back from something up in, up in Az over there. He said he's been there for, for, for 25 hours. He's on a mission or something and he hadn't eaten anything. And he said when he came back, there was a bit of tuna for them to eat. And he said suddenly, suddenly a truck arrived and some Yidin got out and he said there was chicken and rice and kugel. And, and, <laughs> what's the question? People are doing chesed and of course they're having a mind. They should have a mind. It should be leschus for the hostages. It should be refua for those who are ill. It should be, it should be for everything. It should be give chizik to the parents. It should be a male for those who are not with us anymore. Of course, everything we don't do anything for ourselves. A yid's life is not to do anything for ourselves. A yid, we shouldn't think of our own reward. We shouldn't go at this period. We just give everything away to Klal Give everything away. Give up fillers away. Give up Torah. Give everything away to Klal the more we're bound to the whole Klag Yisrael, as I said earlier, the more we're part of our, the more we're part of Hashem, the more it's manifested the Hashem Echad in this world. And that's going to destroy all our enemies. Yeah. First of all, depression, uh, depression is, is an anti-Jewish idea. Even on Tisha B'Av, you're not allowed to be depressed. Even even the the, the holy the holy um, um, Yismach Yisrael says, Alexander Rabbi says that the reason he said the reason why Avelis mourning when somebody dies Chasuvshon. So Avelis is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to mourn. You need to make it into a mitzvah to mourn. Everybody mourns. When somebody dies, Chazbashon, is the family mourn. Why is it a mitzvah to mourn? It's a, it's a, it's a natural emotional feeling. He said, because it's a, if it wouldn't be a mitzvah, it would be depressing. He said, because it's a mitzvah, and the Apostle says, Bikud Hashem Yisharm Samchilev, so therefore even Avelis, a person has to have a certain level of simcha keeping the mitzvah of Avelis. On Tishabov, we don't say Tachnan because it's a yomtif. It's going to become a yomtif. So it is a yomtif already. So we don't say Tachnan. Depression is totally is totally outlawed in Judaism. There was a big tzaddik. There was a big tzaddik, Rambam He said he can tolerate any over avera. He can't tolerate depression. He can't tolerate seeing a yidus ba'atzvus. He said he can tolerate a yidus done the worst avera, but he can't tolerate a yidus ba'atzvus. 
Yid always has to be besimcha, and uh, Yid has to be besimcha as a sage. In the morning, you get out of bed, you say moida ani, you realize I'm getting up as a Jew, I'm getting up with an achrais, I'm getting up with responsibility, I'm getting up with a mission today, with a mission and a goal to daven and to help, to see what chesed I can do. And Baruch Hashem, you know, our life, if a person feels accomplished, so you don't get depressed. Depression comes from people empty. The reason why in the Goisha world today everybody's depressed is because they live an empty life. <laughs> they live an empty life. They're on, the, they're on movies all day long. So they live an empty life. Emptiness brings depression. A person who fills his day, and uh, okay, a man has to fill his day with some things. A woman also, to, she doesn't have to fill her day with filler. Obviously, she doesn't have to dumb all day long. But, but you know, any, everything she does, she should say, this is Beskos, and this is Beskos, and dressing the kids, and sending the kids off to Ched, and sending the girls off to school to Bez Yaakov. This all should be Beskos of the soldiers. You're filling your day up with content, and content, and content. So that's not depressed. That's number one. And number two, in terms of Shabbos, is when Shabbos comes, you go into Me'in al Shabbos is you're going to a different one. Shabbos is the Olmazad doesn't exist. If a person prepares himself properly for Shabbos, I always say over this, I know somebody that went through treatments and uh, treatments, you know, radiation, that type of treatment. And he said when it came to Shabbos, he felt Nitzchi. He said all the pachad, all the fright left him, what his situation is, and he felt like he's an eternal being. Because Shabbos is me'en olam haba. Shabbos is a time where a person feels eternal. So all, all pachad, everything left him. Shabbos is a day where we alight to a different place. A person prepares himself properly for Shabbos. To Shabbos, every person, according to his madrega, is a person who feels he's above all that. All that's going on doesn't really apply now. He's in a different place. He's in a place of tikkun. He's in a place where we can understand everything. He's in a place where, where you know, olam haba, olam haba. Olam haba, we're going to be sit down and we're going to be nene, we're going to enjoy the zivashchinah. And that's what a person can feel when you light candles in Erev Shabbos and you dive in Erev Shabbos. You come into the Oragonas, you're seeing the Oragonas, you're seeing the light of the future. As Fasema says, you're lighting Shabbos candles, the Shabbos candles is going into the aura of the future. It's going to the Ara Chodesh al So we're in a different place. We're in a place of Tikkun. We're in a place where we understand everything that happened in our history. And uh, so, you know, a person, if you, if you work hard preparing yourselves for Shabbos, so then, you know, so then, so then you go into Shabbos, you go into a different plane. And then Shabbos is a feeling of menucha, it's a feeling of tranquility, it's a feeling of, of Yimetz Hashem. We already have a taste of what it's going to be like when we're going to understand everything and we're going to understand everything we went through in the last almost 6,000 years. Um, what's the difference between being sad, being not at all, caring, and depression? And then how do you make sure that your sadness, not at all, doesn't turn into depression? Noisa no, no, has nothing to do with depression. I'm saying noisa no, means just feeling the burden, feeling the feeling concern. Sad, you can feel sad. You hear it sigh, you feel sad. Depression means we just want to, you know, you just want to put the light off. You just want to lie down. You just don't want to do anything. That's, that, that, that's bad. Feeling just down and lowly and heavy. Feeling is sad again. If you feel your sadness as an avoider, for example, person feels sad. You hear chasusham. Somebody you hear you. Hear, we shouldn't hear anymore. But in the, in the last few days, we've heard there's people being killed, the soldiers being killed. So you, you feel sad. You cry, Hashem, Ad Masai. When are we going to be zeichah to the base of English? What did you just do? You're not going to get. You're not depressed. You're using your sadness to daven Hashem. You're using your sadness positively, productively. And when you, you when you live your life productively, you don't get depressed. Depressed means that a person says, I don't feel like doing anything. Don't feel like doing anything. So I'm just going to lie in bed. I don't feel like doing anything. That's called depressed. But sadness, first of all, about all is just carrying, carrying the burden, carrying the all of Claudius Stroll. That's got mamish, nothing to do with depression. It's just carrying all, like we say, doing everything for the schus and for the schus and for the schus. That doesn't bring to depression. On the contrary, it brings to an element of simcha that I feel I'm doing something for them. I feel I'm doing something. I feel I'm helping them. I have a munna that I'm doing is helping them. So when you, when, when, whenever you feel sad, you just, you just, you just turn it into a tfilah, 
so then you don't get depressed. On the contrary, you feel fulfilled. And there's nothing like a tefillah. It says, Shari Demois Loi Ninalu. Shari Tefillah might be Ninalu. But Shari Demois, the gate of tears, is never locked. So a person's sad. He hears a bad, something never happened over here. Somebody was killed over here, whatever. And he's sad. And he starts crying. And he says, Hashem, Ad Mosai, Hashem, help us build the base of Migdash. We need you so badly. We need the Gula. We're sick of Golas already. When you say that, is you're going to walk out of there feeling good. Not depressed. Depressed is outlawed. Yeah. Yeah, no, so the way, first, number one is you have to calm down the parents. And you have to say that, you know, Baruch Hashem, everything is peaceful over here. And, you know, we're not living up there. We're not living in Sterot. We're not living in, in, in the places of Yushalayim, Baruch Hashem. Is, so a few sirens here and there. Sadness, you ran into the, into the thing for two minutes. But basically, you know, Baruch Hashem, it's calm. It's, it's just, you know, the streets are, streets are empty. And it's kind of just, and the number one is you just have to calm them down. And, uh, you know, the other one is a lot of you have husbands that if you take them back there, they won't have a structure. One of them is Garris and, they, you know, just backfire. And it's, uh, you know, it's just not worth, it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's just not worth it. And as I said in the shul, I said, you know, there is an Indian even, you know, everybody, everybody has to climb out of their comfort zone. You know, explain them, say, I know it's difficult for you, but, you know, I think it's, I think, I'm think Am Yisrael needs me over here. And, uh, you know, and I know it's less comforting. You'll be a lot more comfortable if I'm next to you, if you're a lot more secure if I'm next to you. But, uh, you know, I think it's time, perhaps we should climb out of our comfort zone a bit and, uh, you know, do what we feel is, is what, you know, what Hashem wants us to do. But the main thing is they're, they're, they're frightened that, that, you know, the whole our country is a war zone. That's how, you know, that's how always, every, every time there's something, they get frightened. I'm not saying, you know, it's not geschmack. You know, my mother, I've got an elderly mother also in London. I've got two sisters living here as well. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, this is what, this is, this is Lachara, the place that we should, you know, we should be in. If, if the army would tell us in a week, it's all gone, you know, go back for a week and come back, <laughs> whatever, but, but no one knows what's going to, no one knows what's going to happen. There'll be no flights coming back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you just, you know, break up the whole schedule, break up your hands. And it's not, it's not, Yushalayim is not a danger zone. Yushalayim is not a danger zone. You know, the whole world is dangerous. There's Arabs all over the world. No world is dangerous. There's no Meshuggah Arabs in America. There's plenty of them. And, uh, and uh, I mean, they're all Meshuggah wherever they are. <laughs> they, 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 so there's plenty of them all over. And, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, Yerushalayim, Savior. I'm telling you, I, I go to the coastal every day. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of Shmira over there. But there's hardly anyone. No, not many people in the streets. The Arabs basically on on lockdown over here. In the, in the old city. And you don't see, you don't see, you don't really see anybody. You just calm them down. You know, it's a, it's a safe place. You call them, if you're used to calling them once a day, call them three times a day in the morning. Baruch Hashem, everything's calm. Five hours later, call them again for two minutes. Baruch Hashem, everything's calm. And the evening, call them again. How are you? And then, uh, you know, it's, it's an emotion. It's not something that they can explain. They understand themselves that it's more advisable for you to be here. They don't know when this is going to finish. You know, what are you going to do there? What's your husband going to do there? These kids, what are they going to do there? You know, it's, it's, it doesn't make really sense. Just an emotion. I understand them. I'm not, I'm not saying they're coming from, a, from an, not a good place. I understand them very well. They're concerned about their children. But, uh, you know, practically speaking, you know, it's better, it's better to be here. And, you know, explain them that there's 300,000 families that are more, that are, you know, that are not sleeping anything at night. And, you know, so if we're taking us an extra hour to fall asleep at night, it's also called being nice about Elm with Am Yisrael. What's the right approach if our children have a, give across a difficult uh, 
I said this in the shul, in the shed. Children mustn't be told bechalal, dangers, and kill, and what's going on, and bombing, and mustn't be told nothing. Zero, nothing. Say this, hear the sirens. You know, children get easily distracted. You know, five, five minutes after the sirens, you buy them, a, you give them a good piece of cake, and they forgot that there ever was a siren. There is an Indian to that. There should be part and parcel of feeling for Am Yisrael. I'm sure there is a certain, you know, there's a certain, not, don't call it danger, there's a certain, you know, serious matzav here, whatever, whatever word you want to use. And as I said, you bring the children together every day and you say to Hillem, and, uh, you know, it was beautiful. I was with the children yesterday in the, from the shul, it was mamish beautiful. They sit to healing together, and it was it was so moving. So you bring your children. Every the whole family stands, you know, before supper, whatever. We stand for five minutes, ten minutes. We all sit to healing together as a family for the Yeshua of Am Yisrael, and not nothing frightening, nothing frightening, nothing frightening at all. Children, these things can traumatize them, and they can cause damage, cause damage. So they shouldn't know anything, anything what's going on, anything what's going on. I hear. So as little as little as they should know, as little as they should know. If there's family members and they don't have to know that they have uncles or whatever, it's better not to tell them. They shouldn't be, shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't be. To heal them, yes, they should know, you know, there's dangers, you should know that there's, but uh, not, you know, not, not telling them about what's going on and the bombings and they're going in and they're going in and Aza and they're going in and already, they're ready for war and that's all damaging for children. They should be involved, they should be involved in terms of explaining them time and time again that the child's talking, the heavy PM of children, that when the children speak it's worth more than the biggest tzaddikim. At times you tell them, at times of the Gemara, when they had the holy Tanoim, they needed rain or they needed Yeshua, they went to the children to say to Helen. So you explain them the koyach of children, that they have the greatest koyach in Am Yisrael. And you explain them, the Pasuk says, al tigubem shichoi. We say it in Haidu and Vialtereyu, and the Gemara Dashan is Al Tigub and Shichai. Who are the Mashiachai? They are the Tanakh of Israel, they are the children. The children have the Koyach of Mashiach, the children have the Koyach to bring Mashiach. So, you know, get them going. Mitzvahs, every child, you take around a stocker box, every child puts a half a shekel in stocker, the schus for the matzah, the schus for whatever's going on. So that's a chinuch, and you're showing your children that there's something, you know, there's a tsar in Cloud Israel, so we, 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 you know, we, Hashem brings the Yeshua about through the mitzvahs that we do, but they don't have to get involved bechlal in what's going on. Shouldn't get involved. Practically speaking, like in terms of letting kids go places by themselves, like a ten-year-old going to the store by themselves, going to the park by themselves, like what's the perspective on that? Like taking buses by themselves, all these types of things. If it's local and it's close, then there's no reason why they shouldn't go. You know, no reason why they shouldn't go. There needs to be definitely a bit more, you know, if they can go with a group, or if you can get a group of of women together, the children go to the park, and one of the mothers goes with them to the park or something like that, you know. But, uh, you know, everything everything within reason. They should, for sure, there should be certain precautions taken, but not drastic, and, you know, everything within reason, everything within proportion. You know, should a child go alone on a bus? In these cases, I suppose alone on a bus might be better not to. But it should a child, he lives a minute away from the park. So if you can get a few neighbors together to go together to the park, and there's a parent there with them with a phone. So, you know, they shouldn't not go to, they shouldn't, they shouldn't feel, shouldn't feel the lachats in the air. No, no. Can you give us some of the signs of the of Mashiach. <laughs> Just one it's a bit two. late. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. <laughs> First of all, the last Mishnah in Mesech HaSoyta talks about a lot of the Simonim. And uh, if you read the translation of that Mishnah, you'll see a lot of them. 
I'll give you a marmokim. If your if your husband has tzitka tzadik at home from tzadik coin, you open it to daf to to ois tzadihe, and you read it carefully, and you see an, an, an amazing simon what's going on. He says talking about the door of Mashiach. You know, if you want, I can print out marmokomas and send them around. But uh, he's very close, that's for sure. The fact that the fact that everybody feels him, the fact that everybody feels him, the fact I mean, the tshuva movement is the biggest simon. You know, I'm in Eshatara by day, and, and it's crazy. There's people, like, not, not through anything, just an inner feeling. They're just coming back. Inner feelings. They can't explain it. And the families know nothing. They come from places which I've never heard of, and all my teeth would fall out if I tried to say those <laughs> names. And they're coming back. They're, just, they're, they're contacting a near Chabad, Eshatara, or Sameach, or whatever, and they're just coming back. They're coming back. I mean, isn't that the biggest sin in the whole Truva This Truva movement never existed. Chuva movement, there's no such thing All Jews are always doing chuva. But a movement, and you can know how many but there are, there's hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands, Gairim, there's Goyim coming back. I've got a brother who's a dying in London, and they're, they're London Bezin, there's a leading Bezin in Gairis. And there's so many Gairim, they're flooded with applications. Well, what does a Gair mean? A Gair means he's got a, he's got a nitzitz of a Jewish Nisham inside him. A Goy doesn't stump become Jewish. Because when he comes to convert, we send him away. And only if he comes again and again and again. So what it means is that he's got a certain, he's got a spark of a Jewish Nisham inside him. And that's why he comes again and again and again. So it's also coming back. In other words, the fact that there's a lot of Geirim means that all the sparks of Kedusha, all the sparks of Neshams are all coming back. It's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. So not even the, not even the religious ones. Eshatara has departments for non-religious people. And, you know, what are you doing here? And they can't give you, they can't explain it. What are you doing? Why did you come? You know, and they're getting interested and they want this and they're drinking with thirst everything you say. And, you know, I, I, I had a guy in my shade till now, till this month. He's married in Hanoff. He's got a few kids. He's 39 years old already. He came here. He's a lawyer, a successful lawyer. He's living in Florida. He was making a lot of money. And his son came in. He came, walked into Eshatara one day and he felt, wow, wow, wow. And he stayed here and he got married. He's, he's, he's learning the whole day. And, and I, like these things never happened. The children movement. What can be a greater? What can be a greater? You know, nobody's forcing them to do to do children. Nobody's. You know, we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not missionaries, and uh, they're coming back. They're just coming back. And here now with this war in Israel, people are being really, really, really. So many non-from people are, are really wanting to hear more. That's a sign. That's a biggest sign. The Mashiach's coming. It's an unbelievable thing. There's another simon which which the the Sfarim write that before Mashiach comes. It says by Avraham Avinu, "Veheyei bracha." The pasuk says in Parshas Lech Lecha, and "Veheyei bracha." The pasuk says, "Bechach Chosman." Rashi says that the Chasima is going to be with you, Avraham Avinu. So they say that 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 the Chasima, the Swarm explain the Chasima means the end, the seal, the end is going to be with Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu says the middle of Chesed, the middle of Ava, Avraham Oyehavai. The pasuk says, and we see that in this generation, the whole Indian of Chinuch and everything is give a lot of love, give a lot of love. Whereas early generations, the Jews were living in fear. Everybody was living in fear. There was fear, 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 fear. There was very little love, not in the home and not outside the home. And today, everybody says, give a lot of it. It's a generation of love. In the Goisha world, whatever they do with love. But there's love in the world. That's Avraham Avinu's middah, and that's Bechoch, when the seal is going to come. Because in Judaism, all middahs are is all coming from love. When a parent has to be strict, it's also coming from love. In Yiddishkeit, gvura is a means of love. It's a chapter in the book of Avo. 
And uh, so, so it says, the Gemara says in Shabbos that, that, that who's going to announce that Kalal Yisrael have to be re- redeemed? It's going to be Yitzchok Avinu. Because Yitzchok is Gvura. He's made us a Gvura. But his name is Yitzchok. Yitzchok means Tzchok. Tzchok means laughter. Laughter doesn't really go hand in hand with Gvura. But it means that Yitzchok is going to reveal that all the Gvura from all the generations is really all love. And you see in this generation how everything is, everything is turning into Ava. Everything is turning... There's a the good side of it and then an evil side of it. There's, there's good love and there's not good love. Tzadik writes, writes that the Dar Hamabal, the Dar of the Flood, the world was destroyed because of immorality, which is evil love. And the Zoya Kaddish writes that the same Neshamas that lived in the times of the Mabal that were destroyed, they came back, they were reincarnated in a generation that left Mitzrayim, the Yidin that left Mitzrayim. And there it says, the Apostlech says, We had such love for Hashem that we just followed Hashem into Lechti we followed Hashem into the, into the Midbar. So, so the Zoya says that this was evil love, immorality, this was love for Hashem, following Hashem, and that's how they rectified the generation, left Mitzrayim, rectified the generation of the Mabal. So as Ritzadik, before Mashiach comes, both loves are going to come back. What's the generation going to look like when Mashiach comes? There's going to be people who are just running after Hashem, that's the care of movement. They're coming into a desert. They're leaving families, they're, le- they're, leaving, they're leaving their professions, they're leaving their careers, and they're just following Hashem into the desert, into Yerushalayim. And then there's the internet, and there's the evil love. It's mamish, mamish what's going on with their generations. Is that enough? Okay. And thank you all for coming and uh, for being involved in the, in for your involvement in the Kehillah. Obviously, I really I want, I want to thank everybody and uh, for letting your husbands. I always say this when I meet with a woman, for letting your husbands come home a bit later than everybody else. And but uh, and the schools of all the tefillas, we should be zorchet to the Gula and simchas oylem al roshem herab yameno amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.